Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Today on the podcast, the full crew, Rob Croyle. Hello. Kyle Wilder. Again? I did that on purpose. Okay. Kyle wonders. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> the look he gave me was beautiful. Oh. Jen Bartlett. Hi, guys. And myself, Logan. It's almost like he got invited to an event again. I mean... Almost. Almost. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, you know, as tradition states, we must start off an episode of Footnotes with an episode of Shortcomings. We should do that. Because we got to keep ourselves humble. If we didn't, wouldn't that be a shortcoming in itself? I think it would be. Pride goes before the fall. That means you should get rid of your pride right before you fall, right? Mm. Yeah. Knox, if you yeah. get rid of the pride, you is won't Is that how fall. that works? Because that's what I've always been going off of, which is why I cling to my pride, because I don't want to fall. <laughs> so if I got rid of it, then I would fall. <laughs> is that not how? Semantic, yeah. it's fine. I that think works. you need to read a new version of Bibles. <laughs> Go with the NLT, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You knew that was going there. You knew that was coming around. All right. That's not even a translation, but pressing on. Oh, man. New living translation. It's in the name. Huh. Let's look this up, boys and girls. Is you know the I don't even care. I really like it. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we are 45 NLT seconds into footnotes, and already he's Googling something. Translation or paraphrase. So it's kind of rainy outside today. It's a translation. Oh! Bartlett for the win. Can we mark this day down in history? I'm putting it in the calendar. New calendar appointment that repeats every year. Bartlett was right. When we later asked Shondaya what the best part of her day was, and she's like, I don't know what was the best part of yours. This moment right That here. moment <laughs> right there. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I, other than that, I don't really know if there were any shortcomings. First service, which there's no video evidence of, you had your microphone inside of the uh, mask after Jen shared. I think you took a drink or something. Mm-hmm. And then you put your mask back on, but somehow got the microphone inside the mask and were way louder all of a sudden, and it confused everybody in the room. Including me. Yeah. You were speaking. Why did you turn me up? Did <laughs> you? So I wasn't even at the board. How did I do it? it was magic. Um, magic Mike over there. I think Lori <laughs> Bennett, yikes. Uh, Lori Bennett might have heard my joke from the back. I don't know if you caught it. I said he was just speaking with so much more authority <laughs> after that point. But uh, I didn't that catch a, that. It was pretty quiet because I didn't have the mic inside my mask. Right. So that was a thing. But lessons were learned. Uh, we didn't do it second service. So, you know, constantly getting better. Other than that, I that think we... That is why we short come. That, that's why we it, short come, come I, short. I don't know. I, something or another. So uh, speaking of coming short and things going off the rails, like this episode of Footnotes, hmm. let's talk about guide rails for sharing your story. Or Gui- guardrails. Guide? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Speaking <laughs> of shortcomings. Guide so, rails, guardrails. I feel like it's the same thing. So Barriers. Many, so many follow. shortcomings and short, so little time. <laughs> we do like laughing at ourselves. That is uh, one of the reasons <clears throat> why we why we do this. That might be the main reason. I'll Man. never tell. So guardrails. Uh, the idea of this question is uh, deliberating over what are what are appropriate ways <clears throat> to uh, share your story, and what are some not appropriate ways to share your story. Things to avoid. Yeah. So we said in the sermon that your faith story is made up of authenticity and God's power. So we we have to share from a level of vulnerability something about our life and and then talk about how God comes in and, and meets that weakness, as it were, that need. And so um, to me, that's it starts with humility. Um, when we're, we're telling our faith story, there has to be a level of of uh, humility, humbleness there, um, and transparency are, are are real key points to this. It's almost easier to talk about what not to do. <coughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think when we talk about what not to do, it kind of reveals some of the things that we should do. Right. Maybe. So Barlett, you had one. Oh. Well, okay, so I just thought of one that I'm not sure if it's on the list, but don't mm. be the one-upper. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's important. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, it's not in the context of sharing my, like, faith story, but I have a friend who, every time we talk on the phone, I will be sharing a story with her. And then it, it's like, oh, well, da-da-da-da-da. And all of a sudden, the story turns, everything turns towards her, and I'm like wait, this was my story. Like, why all of a sudden is it all about you? And like, so that one-upping mentality. Yeah, we shouldn't be the hero of the story. Yeah. And the the point isn't to turn the conversation to focus on us. It's it's to help. If we're going to tell our face stories, to help someone maybe gain some context in their own story. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the focus, we're, we're not trying to draw the focus away from their story, and we're not trying to tell a better story than, than what they've told. Right. Well, and even if they haven't told it, um, I, I think the point of telling our story is not to bring glory to us. Right. And so if I'm telling my faith story, and it's to make myself look awesome... Um, check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Um, that it, it you should be bringing glory. Like when you tell your faith story, it should be shining a big old light on God's power mm-hmm. within that situation. Absolutely, because people are going to identify with the situation, and then they can they can say, "Oh, hey, this is where this person came out on the other side. Logan came out of this on the other side." And God showed up here. Yeah. And if he can show up here in Logan's story, then he can show up here in my story. Right. And that's what I should be looking for. And then we got to be careful about thinking that our story matches their story. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen people do this when I've when I've watched uh, two people and I and I know both of their stories and 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 so you get the, the second person trying to like encourage the first person and they're like oh my story is just like your story and and I'm watching this going uh, no it's not <laughs> no it's it's not it's not just like it's there's Princess Bride I don't think you know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we gotta be careful about that. I mean, it's okay for us to share a story, but uh, one, um, we're not the god of the story, and so uh, what God chooses to do with that person in their distinct set of circumstances, sure, uh, could be very different than what He, what God chose to do with you and you're So trying to like control the outcome is, mm-hmm. you know, or manipulate. The story, or you know, that that's not the goal. Um, yeah, and there's there's a tension there because we still do want to share. I mean, like the purpose of me sharing my story a lot of times is I can identify, like I might see where somebody is at. Mm-hmm. And I've done this with students many times where <clears throat> they're telling me what's going on in their life, or I know what's going on in their life, and I know that there's a, a applicable lesson somewhere in my story, and I share part of it, right? Whether that be me struggling with faith as a, as a middle schooler, right? I might not have struggled for the exact same reasons that they are, but the struggle is the is the, this, the same part. The common experience. And so I, I can say, like, I have a similar... I feel like that's the way to set it up. I have a similar story, mm-hmm. or my story's just like that, that has a lot of you, you if you set it up that way then it's going to be there's a lot less room for interpretation on their part mm-hmm. which i think is the important aspect of sharing um well i think it goes back to what rob said in the sermon too like your story might not be the one for said person like there may be a story that is more well suited to that person's faith journey so like Mm-hmm. Me sharing my story with person X could be significantly less beneficial than Jen sharing her story with person X. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there has to be some level of cognizance into their scenarios, and I, like what you were talking about in the sermon was like knowing kind of how to put people together who have situations who could like aid each other. Right. Yeah. Right. It's kind of not putting a square peg into a round hole mm-hmm. of, of knowing when to apply your story versus when not to apply your story, you know? You got you to gotta understand when to apply it, know when to show them and when to hold them, right? Is that oh, the, yeah. the card? Good old Kenny yeah. Rogers. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> well, again, um, if, if God is the hero of the story... You you probably won't go wrong, and so I but you really might go less right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it really starts with uh, with humility, um, and and for me, like if I'm having that conversation with you, and like I'm hearing your heart, and I'm. And I'm and, and I'm starting to sense. Oh man, I think God wants me to do something here. I throw up the little Nehemiah prayer. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the prayer that he has before the king. Mm-hmm. It's the oh shoot prayer. The oh shoot prayer, <laughs> and and I'm just like, Lord, I'm not sure what you want to do here, but here I am, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to share this story, and and so I'm kind of putting the story in God's court and going, God, I'm I'm going to give this. This is for you to figure out what you want to do here, and you're going to have to give me words. And that, that's something that Jesus tells his disciples. Don't worry about the words. Don't go in with a plan. And so oftentimes when we, like, scheme and, you know, like, oh, i got to have that conversation. Like, as parents, I think this is maybe a little more prominent. You know, we, we go to court with our kids in our head, and then finally we get to have the conversation. And <laughs> it's like... I think that applies to like every conversation I have to have. Like I will just lay it and be like in bed at night planning out the conversation. It never goes the way I want it to. So for those of you who couldn't see Jen, she just (laughs) went into a straight plank with her eyes in the air. With a shocked look on her face. Yes. Mummy mode. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle, I'm so glad you did that because I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) Synergy. Synergy. So synergistic. Oh my gosh. And I also, not to reiterate what you've already said, but I'm going to do exactly that. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think every conversation is a conversation to input your story into. Um, like, there's plenty of interactions in which you don't share your story, or like at that moment you don't. Maybe down the line you will, like with that specific person, but that moment isn't necessarily the right time and i think knowing when that right time is is you're, something you're talking about oversharing yeah mm-hmm. yeah like you don't just overwhelm someone be like bam i just met you but i'm gonna share my story now unless that's like the situation you're in and it makes sense to gotta wait for the opportune moment yeah well and that's the the oversharing part of your story might be applicable your entire life saga Oh man, might not be. We've all and you met end that up, person. I've made that mistake. Like, this is gonna turn into a twenty-minute story where I tell you every thought and dream I've ever had. Okay, that's not actually likely to happen because I don't like being that vulnerable. But every like, thought and dream that I want you to think that I've had, um, and then and then we get to the end of it, and you're the person's left there thinking, "All right, well, that was cool." How did we get here again? Yeah, when so all they needed many was... words. How do I decipher what do you want me to get uh-huh. out of that? Can yeah. I please go now? <laughs> Brief and to the point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good stuff. All right, yeah. so let's summarize. So uh, ask or share your story when you are invited to. Mm-hmm. Right. Opportune moment. Uh, don't man- try to manip- manipulate don't or try control to manipulate the outcome. Or control. Mm-hmm. Let God be the hero of the story. Mm-hmm. Don't overshare. Don't overshare. Do we miss anything? No one upping. No one upping. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a one upper. Nobody yeah. likes and that. And I think if God is the hero of the story, then it's going to be hard to one up if you're doing that. Yeah. I'm a better character than you are. <laughs> Man, God showed up way bigger in this story. <laughs> but I but I think so we've all seen better. the person that they're using God's name 
but God's not the hero. Yeah. God's not really a hero of that story. Like, your situation might be really bad, but let me tell you about that time where I was this horrible, terrible person. Oh, yeah, and God showed up. (laughs) But I was a terrible, horrible person. And then I got better. Yeah, that's one. Don't, like, use your story to share about all the bad things you've done. Like, yeah. Like, I've heard people do that. When I wasn't a Christian, I would do this and with that person and just like, like there's a level of like, yeah, you need to share it. But when it's to like, it gets to the weird flex level. Yeah. Mm, Don't be a weird flex testimony. Yeah. I think there's also something you said that uh, you have two ears, one mouth. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should probably listen twice as much as you speak. That'd just make the world a better place. It'd be really quieter. Because <laughs> they both speak at the same time. <laughs> Could have been quieter, but... Oh. It was in surround sound. We wanted to make sure everybody got it. Oh, now I have to make sure that I pan you guys the opposite directions. Oh, that'd oh, be fun. <clears throat> can you do that? I mean, hypothetically, I could. We'll see how much I care. <laughs> All right. So in the sermon, I used a rabbinical tool. You used a rabbinical tool. It's called Cal Vachomer. I don't think I ever get enough phlegm at it. But Cal Cal Vachomer. Vachomer. Not even going to try. It's a a principle of lesser and greater. Okay. And so when I was talking about the Samaritan woman story, not the good Samaritan, but the Samaritan woman story, that's a that's a shortcoming that we that was the shortcoming. I forgot about that. (laughs) Rob called it the Good Samaritan story. Said Logan talked about the Good Samaritan last week. (laughs) I I didn't talk about the Good Samaritan. I even wrote it in my notes. Uh huh. I don't remember him saying that. I do remember him saying that because I didn't listen to the sermon two weeks ago, so I thought it was about the Good Samaritan. So it was the Samaritan story. But when I said, if God can use the recovering demoniac, I love that term, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that in the sermon. How amazing is it that there's a word specifically for that? If only there was like. If God could use a recovering demoniac story that that's an hour old, mm-hmm. chains are still fresh. the The discipleship is measured in hours, in minutes, and not not days or weeks or years or decades. If he could use his story, mm-hmm. how much more? And so the how much more. Uh, Jesus uses this tool in Luke eleven thirteen. If you then, who are evil, know how to get give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And so I use this tool Sunday. I, I knew it was a rabbinical teaching tool. I. I Wait out, do I talk about this in the sermon and just say, 
I'm no. using this tool, and I'm like, no, I'll just use the tool, and we'll talk about it in footnotes. Absolutely. Perfect. That's what you guys get for listening to footnotes. Now you know what's going on. Yeah. You pulled back the curtain so you can see. Rob drops a, how much more so? And you'll be like, Calvachomer. Calvachomer. Yeah. It's uh, well done. You did that without even looking at it. That was good. You know, it's quite the tool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So there you go. I earned a, was it a Torah? A, Torah. a level of Torah. Another up. level You've of Torah. You've gone up a level of Torah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a badge. <laughs> That's a thing. A little throwback there. Uh, perfect. Now, Kyle, we were talking. We were talking. We, we do were that talking. sometimes. We were talking. And, uh, you have a story of sharing your story. I have a story to share about sharing a story. Is Which correct. is fantastic. A story in a story. It's a storyception. Yeah. Yes. So, regale us with the tale. Um, <laughs> flashback to the summer before last. Not COVID summer, but that one. Um, the carefree summer of 2019. Oh man, what a time! Um, we I was still about the country. I was still in the uh, small group I was in, and one Tuesday, we spent some time uh, writing out, and the our small group leader had us write out the actual thing so we could really ingrain it. We wrote out our faith story, just because she thought it would be an effective tool for us to have in terms of discipleship. Kind of like what we're talking about now. Huh. Hmm. Now, that next, not like the next week Saturday, I was volunteering with an organization. I was parking cars at a fair. I would They would come into the parking lot. I'd take their money. They would get to park there. And I was volunteering. Sounds fair. Yeah, it does sound fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I made that joke last night. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was there with another woman whom I'd never met before. Uh, she was... Older than me, but still young adultish. I don't know exactly how old. Um, and in the beginning, we were talking, but it wasn't, you know, it was just small talk. Just a little chit-chat. No, you know, just chitting and chatting away. Well, passing banter. the time. Yeah. And it, she revealed that she was a truck driver, and she had this husband, and, you know, we were talking. And eventually, she asked me a question about, like, oh, how'd you meet your friends? And I said, oh, I met them at my youth group. And when I said the word youth group, her eyes lit up and she's like, oh, you're religious. I was like, yes, I am religious. And she's like, "Like, have you always been religious? And at that moment, I was presented with an opportunity to share. She I, asked a question. She asked the question leading she, into my faith story. One, how did you meet your friends? That's an That's a question. weird question to ask. I feel like God's showing up in that story a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Right person, right place, right yeah. time. Exactly. And then she follows it up with, have you always been religious? Yeah. It was a weird interaction. That and sounds so, like here's a gigantic, perfectly shaped hole for you to put your story in. Yeah. <laughs> it was, And it was perfect because it was the week after I'd just written out my faith story. If someone had asked me that the week prior, I probably would have mm-hmm. just said, like, nope. But, like, <laughs> I had... Hard pass. I had a story to the tell. no. So I ended up telling the story, and then she actually revealed that she had been religious growing up and then had fallen away from the church and was now trying to get back into it, but her, her husband was a-religious and had always been a-religious. And so my story was, like, encouraging to her. And she's like, 
took that to me like she was struggling a lot with whether or not she should keep trying to disciple her husband and she took my story to, as like action to keep discipling him and i don't know what happened with the story because i never saw this woman again but i hope it went well well philip the eunuch went on his way and well done yeah that's awesome yeah Better Good to story. be the Philip than you the were eunuch. to the trucker that Philip was to the eunuch. <laughs> that's what I just heard. That's perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. It was a weird interaction. Like, man, so m- God was definitely there. Like, that is just the weirdest thing ever if God wasn't there. You know, the Ooh. series of events that led to that. I think we'd we'd uh call that super spiritual. <laughs> super spiritual, brah. Yeah. Hashtag soup spit. <laughs> is this a series of fortune events? Is that mm, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I think that applies. Ooh, That'll yeah. play. That'll play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six out of ten on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than my average. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yikes! So, Rob, you put these things in the bulletin, which where? Uh, I believe they're. Uh, in the bulletin. On the bulletin. On yeah. the line. Missionridge.church. You can find <coughs> them can there. We, which yeah, I announce like every... Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Hey, you can pull up the bulletin right here, right now. And, you know, and occasionally have, people do that. And then occasionally people don't. And they wait till care group. And if you have any questions on where to find these questions still, you can email us at info.missionridge.church. <laughs> info Mission or you can send uh, your complaints to Gus at liferotp.com. <laughs> We haven't had one of those for a while. I like that. Uh, so anyway, under the Your Next Steps, which is in the bulletin, Wait, which can be found up. at missionridge.church, <clears throat> you, uh, your next step was take inventory of what God has done. Yeah. And you listed off these great prompter questions, which are kind of like what Kyle did the week before he ended up sharing his story with the trucker lady. Yeah. Like, let's think through... Let's be methodical about what our story is. What stories do you have to tell, right? Absolutely. For some of us that have not been around that long, it's not that many. For those of us that are ancient of days, there's about 20 billion of them. This might take longer for you. might take lesser for you. We just don't know. Since I have one mouth in two years, I'm going to just listen. Oh, okay. Ancient of Days has wisdom, too. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. He's crafty. <laughs> All right. So you put these in there. And uh, for example, we could, put, uh, we could pick out, how have you seen God answer prayer for Logan? I could, think, I could think to myself, how have I seen God answer prayer? Which might also be incredibly applicable to the one after that of how have you seen God provide you know, I was reading through the list, answering these questions for care group. Pick out one of these and talk about it at care group. And uh, it was like a slap to the face with a wet fish. <clears throat> really hard to ignore, in other words. Um, Jonah of... reference. <laughs> so it, it would be hard to ignore a slap to the face with a fish. I yeah. think it'd be hard to ignore a slap to the face with a dry fish, too, though. Any True. fish... Anything slapping your face is going to be hard to ignore. I'm going to slap you with a feather, Jen. And why was the fish drinking? I would still feel that and be like, what? Why are you doing that? So, nonetheless, (laughs) about, oh, what was that? We're coming on three weeks ago, I guess. 
I had a terrible, no good, horrible, rotten Wednesday, uh, which is like that little kid book that I just reminded myself of. Go look that one up. I have that book if anybody wants to buy it. (laughs) Um, In which my uh, dear little Subaru, Spartica, decided to have her clutch and AC compressor, I later learned, go out. Cha-ching! That's the sound that I hear. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a no good, horrible, expensive fix to do. And then later that day, just to top it off, I dislocated my shoulder again. It was really fun. I was having a great time, really feeling it. So then, uh, the next Monday, and when you hear the term "go out," don't think cheap date. Yeah, like smoky, screamy, smelly, bad. Mm. No good. Dollar sign. Screaming and gnashing of teeth or gears. We're not sure. To the tune of what? Two G's. Yeah, it was. It was. It was rough. Several dollars. Yeah. And so I was uh, wrestling with. All right. Well, I don't know where that's coming from in my budget. And uh, I sent out my weekly prayer email, which usually makes it out every uh, maybe every two weeks. More often than not, recently, maybe once a month, because, you know, really not good about getting that sent out. That reminds me I need to type one up now. Um, However, I throw it in there, and I don't like asking for prayer for myself, because, you know, that's awkward, and be like, meh. But this time, I was like, you know what? I don't know where it's coming from. This is going to be expensive. Something that y'all that get this thing can pray for, just throw it out there. This is going to be expensive. Pray that God would provide for it. I don't know where it's coming from. So, like, three hours later, I get an email from a lady, uh, and her and her husband were like, hey, we want to cover that. To which I was dumbfounded um, and initially pushed back because of that pride thing that we talked about earlier. Yeah, that one wrapped up in, like, accepting help from people. I really don't like that. Um not a big fan of having to accept help just rubs me you know the pride thing once again Mm -hmm. so um wrestled with that for a solid 12 hours and then uh finally realized well you see because this is the thing god was supposed to provide but not like that it was supposed to magically appear in my bank account or something like (laughs) i had people you knew (laughs) yeah i had this idea of how god should provide um and little did I know that he had a much cooler way of providing. Um, so nonetheless, uh, accepted these people's generosity, and they're fantastic, and I love them to death. Um, and it was, it was. I mean, it's cool to them. If you're going to be generous, like, segue into our sacrificial generosity. If you're going to be generous, then you do have to let people be generous. Right. <sighs> it's a two-way street. It is a two-way street. Yeah. You can't deny people their... Yep, you can't shut down other people's generosity if you're going to live generously. Uh, Lessons abound in this story. So there you go. So when I when I read those prompts, I was like, well, well, that's a in the last two weeks I've seen this. That's God showing up and answering prayer and providing. Mm -hmm. Boom goes the and teaching me a lesson. I don't know who needs to hear that. That'll be a story at some point, though. Hmm. So there you go. That was pretty easy. Yeah. So good. You landed on three of those. That's awesome. Three? What was the third one? Well, 
God speak to you directly. I mean, that's kind of a ah. Uh, was it? Is that what you meant by that one? Yeah, we talked <clears throat> about that last night. We weren't exactly we sure what it meant. Is that God speaking directly, or like I was expecting a burning bush? Um, I figured it would sound like when your mic's in the mask, or even providing direction. Lots life. of authority. You know, like, yeah, that's more of a speaking to you directly. I mean, I, I've only had that actually happen a few times where I knew, like it was a a voice in the air kind of thing. I, yeah. I was driving to work one day, and I must have been listening to a Christian song. I don't know. I don't remember what what started the conversation, but but God says to me, why are you bitter towards your family? Mm. I said, I'm not bitter and as said, as soon as I said those words, I had this flood of images of all these different conversations, just like one after another. Mm. And I go on, oh, yeah, why am I bitter? Oof. As one of my few clear God speaking moments. Sure. And it was almost audible. That sounds terrifying to have happen while driving. You know, it wasn't like I almost ran off the road. Well, I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty steady with the wheel. <laughs> like, there's not much that freaks me out. Even when the car spins around. Other than reserve, three times. reserve freaks him out. <laughs> oh, that doesn't freak me out. <laughs> it, annoys him. it annoys me. Oh, oh, different kind of end. freak out. Yeah. Talking about bitterness. I freak out. <laughs> Talking about bitterness again. Let's uh, let's not go. To, let's not talk to reserve. <laughs> That's Leave a little convicting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, we were we we're deliberating that. One thing that I did, I realized looking at these. If, uh, for example, for myself, the first one on the list. When were you first made aware of God? Right. Uh, also, when did you make a decision to follow Jesus? Uh, those two for me, because it's, I grew up in the church, you know, Mm -hmm. in that sense, it was, you know, it was always there. I was always aware it's, there's no clear defined like, ah, moment, right? Right. Come to Jesus moment. Um, and so that, that can be a little like, like we joked about in the sermon of me wanting to like, I got to go do drugs or something so I can have some prodigal son return to Jesus. Right. Um, so for some people wrestling with that question, um, that's still a valid answer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the slow. It's the slow burn throughout your life. It's a constant hum and rhythm that's been there. It's the consistency of God, and s- processing through that can be exceedingly valuable to think right. about your story of like, right. okay, where did that become real for me, or how did that grow over time? And there's a number of these questions that, well, any any person going through these questions could come to a question and go, well, I, I, I haven't experienced that yet. Sure. I don't know what that looks like. <clears throat> uh, and, and some people maybe have never experienced any of these things, and they're longing for that, and, and we want to journey with, with folks that are, that are there. But yeah, just because you don't have an answer for some of these questions, that mm-hmm. doesn't 
mean your experience is invaluable. Right. Whatever your experience with God is, that that's what it is. And and maybe there's another question we didn't think of. Yeah, this is not a comprehensive list. It's like what eight? Yeah, the Cliff Notes version. It's a starting point. Mm-hmm. So get the wheels like turning, kind of questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cool. The last thing that uh, I think we'll say today, uh, my wife actually brought this up. Who? Coming straight from Christy. This is not on the whiteboard, guys. I don't know what to do here. We have departed from the plan. Yes, that's one of those things. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this is out of Revelations chapter 12. Oh. And... um, the apostle writes this, and I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. They have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they love not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. Conquered by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Yeah, there's power. There's power in Mm. our testimony. That'll preach. So good. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, we, we may not... Remember chapter and verse. Uh, we may not be able to quote, um, you know, great theological statements, mm-hmm. but we can share our story, mm-hmm. and that's enough. It's powerful in itself, and God can use that for His glory if you allow Him to. Absolutely, cool. So good. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode of Footnotes. We'll be back at it again next week. In the meantime, Mike, you just keep running. Just keep running. Just keep running. Peace. Run, Mike. Run. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.